0: Liney, Marner, Rantanen among top onsign restricted free agents. What the fuck? Yo, this has to be the craziest summer for RFAs, man. <sighs> yeah, cue the fucking music. <laughs> All right, so we're about a month away from training camp. Um, Not even a month away. We're like three weeks away. And there's a lot of big names out there, a lot of RFA names not signed yet with their teams.
1: Yeah, big names still available on the market, on the RFA market. And we're quite surprised because, yeah, like you said, the training camp is just around the corner as well of the season. Your time flies. I can't wait to be in September, October for the final puck drop and everything. So I'm still excited to see where all those high-caliber high, quali- high players will end up. Will some still be staying on their original team or some will be wearing a brand-new jersey uh, this fall?
0: Right, right. And they can they can, uh, receive an offer sheet at any time and uh, be traded. And uh, wait till we mention the names. You'll, you'll be awed at how these players should have been signed a a month ago and it's not even a question that they should be with their teams. I mean, who wouldn't want their franchise player to be signed, right?
1: Yeah, but people already know, uh, some people that actually listen to Aki know the the big names, Uh, yeah. We've been talking them for like a couple weeks, almost months ago, and the Mitch Marner and the Braden Point. Uh, Some names have been more quiet, like the Matthew Kachuk, there's the Brock Besser. Charlie McAvoy, which I think these two are not available for uh, for qualify. Uh, yeah, they're they still. <laughs> uh, yeah, for they're not available for that. But other names like uh, who else?
0: Uh, we got Zach Wierenski. Wierenski, I-, I was surprised. I-, I didn't even know he was not signed yet. I mean, you lo- you look at the Columbus Blue Jackets. They've Fucking lost almost all of their star players. But what are waiting think,
1: for? Like they, it's not I like they don't, don't know, have man. money. <laughs> I have
0: no idea, man. Th- th- Just that- sign
1: your young guy and. Uh, merci bonsoir.
0: There you go, and uh, you got like a guy like Matthew Kachuk. I mean, yeah, they got Goudreau, they got uh, Monahan, but still, Kachuk brings yeah, that. That he's that part of the big, future. Yeah, man, this this guy could be the core core of uh, the Flames. We got Miko Rantanen. Man, I just don't... I, I don't want to think about the fact that this guy could land somewhere else.
1: No, I don't believe he'll he'll, he'll land somewhere else. Like, Because uh, him and Mac-
0: McKinnon, man, it's it's like fun to watch. I'm not even a fan of Colorado, but it's fun to watch those yeah, two players. Yeah, really.
1: Man. They were really fun uh, those past, uh, that past postseason to watch in the playoff. Uh, they were really, really nice to see, but uh no uh, rattan and uh i believe he'll uh they'll he'll be back as a colorado avalanche they'll he'll still play with makinen and everything because i from what i read complete hockey news has been updating us on on his status in particular compared to other players they've been letting us know like i think his clan and the the team have been discussing so what are the parameters they're discuss- discussing what the year the the amount we we don't know exactly but uh Right then, I I have a feeling uh, he'll be back with. Uh,
0: I think for most, Colorado. I think for most RFA's, it's only a question of time, not yeah. a question of a salary cap um, problem or anything. There's a solution for anything, and these players, they're they're not gonna be let go that easily. But I want to talk about one RFA in particular. Yeah, because uh, he's that been
1: linked to the Montreal, I know.
0: Right, right. He's been <laughs> making a lot of noise lately. Um,
1: Let's just not get our hopes up.
0: Right, right. I don't want to get my hopes up. But it's still fucking intriguing that Patrick Laine, um, just there's no nothing going on with the negotiations, apparently with the GM. And uh, some of the rumors says that uh, the locker room is not really great with... Uh, uh, the leaders like Wheeler and uh, Liney, so I don't know. There's a whole thing surrounding Liney, and uh,
1: and you had a audio file that you wanted to share us about him saying something quite interesting. So
0: right, just- right. Let's 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 hear from the actual player. There's an interview that he gave, and uh, let's just hear it. I'm prepared for anything. And, uh- but yeah, you you never know where you're gonna put you're gonna play next year, so uh, I'm just uh, prepared for anything. Do you hope it's Winnipeg? Well, uh, I got nothing bad to say about Winnipeg. You know, it's it's been good so far, and uh, yeah, but you uh, you never know, so that's uh, kind of my comments. <laughs> I liked how he said, "I got nothing bad to say about Winnipeg." <laughs> like, damn. That Diplomatic. Yeah, that, that <laughs> statement says uh, a, lo- a lot of how it's going on with uh, with his contract. It's 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 bad.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I believe Patrick Laine doesn't care where he plays. He just wants to play hockey. He's young in his NHL career, so he just wants to play, have fun, win an NHL games, score, score goals. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So if he lands in another team via trade or, let's say, an offer sheet, I'm sure... Light, uh, Patrick Laine will be happy to join... Whoever that team is and... But uh... Yeah... I-
0: well, one team I wouldn't... Uh, think that would offer... Like an offer sheet would be... Montreal Canadiens... Because let's remember last time... Monty Bergy... He basically offered... A shit... Contract... To, to... Sebastian Ajo... And that... That was like... What the fuck was that? But anyways... Um... I don't think they they're going to offer shit on Patrick Liney. I think it would be via trade. And I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I would yeah, I would actually start with with Johnson and Paul Byron. <laughs> so you <laughs> um, already have your that's speculation my, trade and all Yeah, okay. yeah, that's my base starting package and then of course for for a caliber of Patrick Cline, you you have to give more than that. He's going to cost a lot cuz you know that he can put up some big numbers, power play numbers, goals. I mean, he got five goal game, man. That's that shit. <laughs> we, we, you don't see that much often. But uh, you got you got another player that made a lot of noise too, Mitch Marner. And I think the, the media surrounding Mitch Marner has been much more like intense because we're talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs and the market there. It's pretty, pretty scary. I mean, yeah. the players who just like every game show up in front of the cameras they have to watch what they're saying they're watched basically every move is watched and so i think the other rfas and to how i see it they are waiting for mitch marner to get signed to see what's the
1: i believe yeah yeah uh, from from what we we've been hearing the 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 team of marner (laughs) is looking to get a bridge contract but like at a high expense <laughs> like there. from what we've been reading on complete hockey news we're talking like maybe a two three year bridge contract but like at a year fee of like 10 millions nine millions some stuff like that and those are pretty crazy number for uh for a bridge contract because if he goes off during those two three years oh my god you don't want to know how much he'll end up after after that Rich contract, he'll be breaking the bank. That's for sure.
0: I think t- the Toronto Maple Leafs, aside from actually signing Marner, they have a lot of other issues to deal with. I think in the locker room perspective, because you got Matthews. I mean, you got Marner who wants Matthews's contract, which is around 11 million, and then you got Matthews who doesn't want to play with some of the players already signed, and they will s- start the the year with Maple Leafs. They're not going to be traded or anything. So this whole like
1: but atmosphere
0: it's, it's i i'm i'm excited to see what's gonna happen with this team because they they got they got some acquisitions here and there and uh, we'll we'll see if it doesn't go well it's it's because of all this whole drama thing I, I i see toronto maple Leafs as like the drama queen team <laughs> of the nhl and these players man they they, they just uh
1: they want to get paid. Yo, they want to hey, get paid, and, get uh, paid man. It's, it's crazy. It's good for them. I don't mind, man. Go get your money, play hockey, produce for your team, and uh, compete for a title. That's what the game is about.
0: Right. Or do like Nathan McKinning, who has been literally fucked with his contract. I mean, he's uh, should be paid around 10 $11 million like Ma- Matthews. But I think he's around eight
1: or, or Yeah, he'll nine. get around those digits. But uh, today, day. what we really wanted to talk about, because we'll leave the young guns, on the side, <laughs> we we were quite interesting, and we wanted to know how would the top ten scorer will look at the end of next season. Because this past this past season, we've been really we've been really gifted with a lot of talent in the NHL, a lot of goals, a lot of nice play, and there's been high scorer through this season. So we kind of make our own small list of which player we expect being in the top list yeah. of the score next year
0: yeah yeah and uh you look at last season i mean 600 point scores man
1: yeah six player of 100 points like uh, we talked kucherov mcdavid kane i was kind of surprised with patrick kane because the, the the blackhawks didn't have a great season uh Dreisaitl, who was as his first 100 plus season brad marchand Sidney crosby and uh you, you you see there was other player like uh they were
0: close they were very close to 100
1: points. yeah just like at the uh, border of uh nathan of
0: mckinnon 99 johnny Gaudreau 99 Stevens, stamkos. Stamkos. man to whoever thought stamkos was over was done man he got 98 he pulled 98 points okay so that's that's amazing so.
1: Barkov with 96 and uh you go down let's say to marner points uh Uberdo, wheeler all in the low 90s but still pretty good season for them and uh there's been there's there's been a couple players too that unfortunately that have been stopped let's say slow down during the season because of injuries and they miss couple game. if we take a look brad marchand yeah break the 100 uh point season but if we talk about his teammates in Boston, like in David Pasternak yeah. or Patrice Bergeron, oh, yeah. who both ended with 81 points and 79 points respectively, but they both played 66 and 65 game. That's crazy. Put that over a 82 game span, uh, 82 game season. They both hit a hundred player. Yeah,
0: of course. And you, you would. A hundred points. I mean, right, right. They <laughs> would, they would easily go through that, uh, that ceiling. I mean, they would uh, go more than a hundred points. Um, and it, and it's nice to see how the the game has evolved in a way because I yeah. r- I remember more like, goal right right more points and all that because a couple of years ago we were focused on on between the pipes like the goalies changing their equipments making them bigger and stuff like that and um, they wanted to change a lot of stuff which may, would make it harder to to produce points but you see that is not the fact here it's we're seeing more and more uh, beautiful plays beautiful um seasons of like do you remember top, when was the last tops. time
1: do you remember when was the last time we had a season <laughs> of a hundred and plus player yo
0: man that that i mean the best seasons we had like it was two or three player like tops
1: yo it was back would have to go back to the 20 uh, 2016 Before, <laughs> i mean 2006 2006 2007 boy, there was about a hundred uh, there was about a six player who hit a 100 points or more in a season that's like more than 10 years ago so like you said the game has evolved more game more goals are getting scored this season and i hope we'll have the same next year but uh i wanted to start uh wanted to start with you so who do you have in your top 10 player let's see if we start with the 10th place who do you have finishing 10th in scoring next year 10th yeah 10th
0: 10th i would say Ah man it's it's quite it's very difficult to, to be honest with you um th- I would go with either Sidney Crosby or or Barkov
1: Sidney Crosby or Barkov uh, finishing 10th? Uh, tenth. tenth in the right? scoring
0: yeah tenth I don't think they they the, the, there's a lot of other players because it, it depends with who they play, right? And and like Crosby. But yeah, if, but
1: if you take a look overall, because yeah, of course there there there's gonna be a lot of line change during the season. Right. They'll right. be playing with other players if there's injury or not. But overall, like if you had to choose between one of those one of those two, player Barkov or who do you see like tenth finishing tenth?
0: I'd say Barkov. Barkov, because I have more like trust. I, I don't know. I I give an edge to Crosby because. Cause you never know with Crosby, man. This guy has been through a lot of fucking shit in his career, and yeah. still produces hundred points last season. Respect to him. Yeah, really.
1: So. But last year Barkov did ninety six points. Does he top that, or is it? Would you say high or low?
0: I would say low. Low. It's his first season of ninety six points, and I don't know. I don't know how the impact of Bobrovsky between the pipes uh, affects. Like the whole like um, team performance and all that, because because a good goalie can he's not gonna produce points. He's just gonna like create a, f- a chance for you to to first win the games. And when, yeah. Right, and when a goalie gives you that chance, you have to produce as a forward. Like Barkov, he's an elite player. So I I would say lower than ninety six because it was his first season okay. of that much point. But nothing indicates that he cannot pull up. At least 100
1: points. Not at 10th. I'd at, at have between uh, two of RFA we've been talking earlier. <laughs> I'd say, uh, I'd say Mitch Marner. I'd have Mitch really? Marner ending, yes. Like he hit last season 94 points, exactly 26 goals and 68 assists for 94 points. And I, I believe he can break again the, the top 10 uh, score. He finished 11 last year, just behind Barkov. Yeah, yeah. And he. But I don't see him maybe breaking 94 points. I'd say maybe low. Low. I think like, very lower. lower. Uh, no, no. I'd say he would still reach 90 points, but maybe not 94.
0: Because the whole shit drama around him wasn't there last season. He, yeah. He was just focused on hockey. Right true, now, true. it's a... It's a uh, reality show out there you know like it gets you distracted I'm yeah it gets right. you more more pressure because you have to justify your contract afterwards exactly get it, yeah. right? and then the meter will be up your ass even harder because right you, you got what you wanted and uh, your dad fucking whined uh, the whole summer for it so I'd say lower because of all the pressure he's gonna have
1: and uh, let's say if you on that ninth place who do you have you, you put Barkov who do you have a uh, before Barkov,
0: I I think I would I would put Steven Stamkos there.
1: Steven Stamkos? Yeah,
0: Steven Stamkos or Braden Point. Yeah, actually Braden Point, because because I don't know, he he's good. Stampo Stamkos is still good, but I don't know, man. He's getting in that age, like he's getting used up. He's not gonna produce that much every single season, no so brain in point
1: yeah but uh point and mitch marner like we were talking before uh, those those type of prediction we're doing it's especially if they start the season on day one yeah. cuz let's say if their their contract goes and goes let's say maybe through the season
0: they won't know. be able to top those
1: uh, yeah of course those and numbers
0: and and we're putting our face here in our list and like they they're not even signed and like I said, it's just a matter of time. But but uh, as opposed to Marner, Braden Point has a much higher chance of signing in in a couple of days. So you'd have no Barkov,
1: eight. and after Braden Point at nine.
0: At nine, Braden Point. I I, I just want to look at his last season though, because I, I I feel like. Braden Point. Yeah, he finished yeah. last season uh,
1: with ninety two points. Two
0: points in seventy nine games. Forty one goals. He he's he's on a. Like, uh, uh, like a punt ascendant, it's like <laughs> a like a roller coaster. But I'm like, um, like, like a good roller coaster, right? It just goes up, like the yeah. one that is going up. Not he's going down yet. Yeah. It's, no, no, it's, it's 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 gonna be his fourth season.
1: 92 point. Does he go over or under?
0: I don't know. He goes over,
1: man. Over? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This guy, first season 40 points, second season 66, and now he pulls up 92 points last season. That's a major bump. I mean, you could just imagine the guy is gonna get just. He's just going to get better. He's a franchise player, by the way. Even though you got Kucherov and Stamkos and all that. I think Tampa Bay could look into like building something around Kucherov and Braden Point. Because Stamkos, he's, he's at the end of his career, though. But still a man. And major. what? I, I think so for real with with his injuries he's an injury prone player. Yo, and dude is
1: not it's not that old. He's like what is it is it is it thirty? Yeah, he's thirty. He's, he's not past at the end his, of his okay.
0: He's past his prime, Alright you look at the product cycle, you know, in the uh, in the, in the financial like economy, you see like yeah, I don't the study whole graph. So All yeah, right, <laughs> you see the graph. You see the graph. But, like it's a uh, peak. It's the prime uh, prime of the years, and then there's like this downwards slide, right? And Stamkos is in that downwards mm, slide. I don't it, know. It, even though I said like earlier, he pulled up 98 points. I don't think he's finished, but he doesn't mean he's not in a downwards slide. So. I, I have this prediction.
1: Nah, I can't say you. I can't say. I you even can, you can say it. someone's downward when it, they just almost yo. hit hundred points, and that's that's his uh, that's his record. He beat his record. His previous record was ninety five points in two
0: thousand nine. Yo, because look at the, how much Kucherov had points, man. He's got like one hundred twenty four points something last season. Yeah. You would think like yo, the guy, he's a magician. Like literally, if you can watch on YouTube his breakaway. Like, this kind of move is like a magician. But anyways, just to say, this guy, uh, he passes to Stamkos like no one else. So, of course, Stamkos has this big one-timer. Of course, he's going to pull up some points. But you can't expect him to do that every year. I predicted last year, before the start of last season, that Roberto Luongo needed to be either traded, go into retirement, but uh, he's not your number number one goalie. Look at what what happened, right? So, don't take my word for it, but I make good predictions. I'm coughing
1: confident. About okay, well, well, <laughs> well, I'll write that down. So you said Braden Point, uh, you said Barkov at tenth, and you have Braden Point at nine. Right. Uh, at nine, yeah, I have Brad? have Brad Marchand. For real? Yeah. Yo,
0: I would put him in the top four, man. Top five, I don't know. Jesus.
1: Mm, I see maybe other players topping off more, but Brad Marchand for the past three season has been averaging. 90 points, yeah. and he's been the scoring leader of the Boston Bruins for the past three season. Yeah. And for the past four season, he's been scoring goals. He had 34 goals, an average of 34 goals and more in the past in the past uh, four season. Just last right, season, right. he scored 36 and top 100 points. So uh, Brad Marchand maybe is a player that I don't like. I got to admit, he's really talented. Nobody likes him. Yeah, he's talented.
0: uh, Other than Bruins fans, I think
1: nobody likes him. He's talented and uh, playing with great teammates, in Pasternak and Bergeron, so...
0: Right, right, and that's what I mean, right? There's players that are very good, but also they play with other great players, right? And it's... It helps, yeah. It helps, man. And then you got a guy like Crosby, he he just plays with uh, regular guys and making them, like... uh, So Marchand next year does the top...
1: If does he More. top over or under a hundred point? I'd say he's uh, he'd come shorter, just under yeah. a bit under hundred.
0: Avoisinant les 100 points. Like, yeah, you know, like like really. Close ninety made yeah, ninety
1: five, ninety ninety five around that. I numbers. think
0: I think next season we're not gonna have six hundred point players. We're not gonna have that. It's impossible. Six six
1: players of hundred points. Yeah, think, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I, we're gonna have like a couple of them, like three, max four. But I don't think we're going to have more like, like last season. I don't know. We'll see, man.
1: Who you, who do you have at, at eight? At eight?
0: You see that here. I think Patrick Kane.
1: Yeah. Patrick Kane yeah, again?
0: But, yeah, but, but at eight. I, he, I don't he know, was man. Third. The, the, he was the, third last the season. The
1: Blackhawks are they're like trash. So I, I'm spe- I'm speechless to see how he pulls up 110 points. And like, if, even if we take a look at uh, his best friend, his teammate, Jonathan <laughs> Taze, You
0: know know his personal life now? (laughs) Now, Jonathan
1: Tays, like, who finished with 81 points last year? Who's reasonable in the uh, 82-game season? Like, how does Patrick Kane pulls up 110 points? Yeah, that's true. How many goals did he score last year? 44?
0: And 66 passes.
1: I, I don't even have him in my top 10. I think he'll. Uh, what? Yeah, He's he'll drop. Outside.
0: Right here. Yeah, Patrick fuck. Kane. I don't have him. Yo, you're like the Simon Cowell of this fucking podcast or something. You're being fucking harsh who, here. Who's that guy? Simon Cowell. You don't. Okay, okay. I, I'm not gonna get into this. We're not talking American Idol here. He's a, he was a judge for American okay, Idol. Okay, yeah, just. Okay. was very harsh. So anyway, I, anyway, I I hate out. I
1: hate I hate what who do I have? I have uh. I have Johnny Godreau.
0: Holy shit, yo, dude! You you gotta you gotta explain me something. The no, guy... I have other
1: players topping more points than than, than Godreau Marchand. Okay. Godreau, okay. he's he's been also consist, consistent since he All came right. to the league for the four for the four for uh, I mean like the four last four eight? year. Yeah, he He's years. been the scoring leader of the Calgary Flame as well, and like in his career he's almost close to a one point per game. Mm-hmm. He has like three hundred and eighty seven point in 394 game last year he finished with how many points did he finish 99 yeah 99 so he was close he Pretty finished good, with right? like 36 um 36 goal yeah and 63 assists so i see him in the top 10 i have him at 8 we'll see where he finish does he top does he go over or under 99 points i'd say he goes a bit lower yeah like he mid goes 90 over, mid yeah. uh, mid 90
0: yeah yeah that i can agree with you so where where are we we at? Uh, like seventh place? Yeah, uh, you're
1: at you're at six.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, six. Okay, six. Yeah, i will go with Leon Dreisaitl, even though he plays with McDavid, doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna do 105 points again. So sixth.
1: You have him six in front. You had you had Barkov. You have points.
0: Yeah. Of course.
1: You 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 see Dreisaitl <laughs> scoring again more. Yeah
0: yeah yeah. Still in the, in the mix, like very close to the fourth or fifth top five, but just outside sixth is reasonable for him. He he was fourth last season, hundred five points was his first career hundred points.
1: I have season? tendency to believe one player have huge season, insane season. The next season they they calm themselves. or unfortunately they're hit by injuries. injuries. Yeah, yeah. So hundred five points is a really good. And I'm not sure if he'll do that again. Yeah. Like, I don't even have it in, in my top 10 dress at all.
0: Because no, note this. Last season, McDavid was in a lot of situations. Like, he was used in PK, power play, or you name it. All McDavid the styles. Was there. He was even on the ice for two minutes. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, you, you've used him so much so that... Of course, Dry- Drysaddle was on the ice more often than not. And so, basically what happens here is that the new trainer, Tippett? Yeah, Dave Tippett. Mentioned yes. that... Yeah, yeah. Tra- okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they you know. hired him this summer, right? So, he mentioned something about, we're going to take Connor McDavid, McDavid off the, the PK. So... Just that indicates that Connor McDavid will not be on the ice as much as he was last season, and so
1: that would give more responsibility to Dreisaitl. To
0: maybe, or he's not going to produce that much points because a lot of his points came from how great McDavid is, right? I mean, Dreisaitl is an elite player.
1: But, but they're damn. they're they're both center. They they. They, they they both play on on their lines. Sometimes they play on the same on the same unit, let's say maybe on power play power or power plays right. Or like on four yeah, on power yeah. play, but mostly at even strength. McDavid's on the first and Dry Saddles on the second. So, it's still impressive of how he did 105 points. And right. um I'm quite I, I'm quite uh, suspicious of how many of those 105 points mcdavid has been assisted <laughs> it, on so they,
0: they should pull up a st- statistic on that or like uh yeah i'm sure draft. we could have found it but we, we just didn't search Ah <laughs> oh, man exposing us like that eh? okay so <laughs> but under or over under 105 points for drop yeah, title so sixth not, for he's me he's not topping
1: off at six, at six, yeah, I, ha- I have a guy that you actually had at tenth. Yes, I'm talking about Alexander Alex Barkov, Alexander okay. Barkov. Yeah, Alexander oh, Barkov. Should. Yeah. Okay. Like should. I believe this year is a is a leap for the for the what Panthers. It yeah, for the Panthers. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> because uh, yo, know, they splashed with Bobrovsky, and yeah. I'm sure they're 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 not go- only going to try to compete to make the playoff, but they're going to try to compete to finish first in the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, they, and yeah. And so Barkov. The Huberto and all the, the rest of the Panthers, they'll have to fight and they're going to need to score goals and make a lot of points. So I have Barkov like mid in the pack in the top 10 score next year, landing at six. Like last year, he finished with, like we said, you said earlier, 96 points.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you you said 96. over or
1: under 96 points? I said under. I said you said under. You see, so I have him over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have, uh, he, he could right. reach... He could reach a hundred point this this season, next season,
0: right? I mean, it's 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 crazy how one trade can like build your confidence and the team wise, like with Bobowski's uh, acquisition, and uh, but you never know, you never know. Like you said, like these kind of players, one thing is for sure, like when they pull up these kind of big points, they're more risky for injuries right and it's just statistic based
1: everyone if nobody is safe from injury everyone can be injured at any time any moment a puck yeah a a skate stuck in the ice anything can happen so we just hope for the best and as viewer we just hope for a good show
0: all right so we go for the top five now
1: yeah top five who's is in your top five at fifth
0: at fifth you know what i would go with matthews yeah, Matthews, Matthews,
1: Matthews. I have that that's a bold strategy card, and we'll see if it pays off. But like, why, why Matthews?
0: I don't know. I have a feeling this guy is going to like. Uh, We're actually stole- talking about injury, and who's who's the guy has been injured <laughs> lately? Yeah, Matthews. True. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. That's true. So he's looking into redemption, and like proving himself, proving that his contract is reflective of what player he is, and I think it's going to be his breakout season. Like Leon Dreisato had last season, like Marshawn, his first 100-point season last season. So I think it's Matthew's turn. So I don't want to put him too high, but I think fifth is going to be uh, pretty good for him.
1: hey well, we'll, we'll see. Like, uh, since he came into the league, he hasn't been able to... Yeah, like Yes, he f- his rookie season, he did a full season, but since then... He's been playing around the mid-60 games. Yeah. And he's still been over a point per game. Hmm. But uh, we'll see. And honestly, even though we're a Habs fan, I hope the best for Matthew. And it's fun <laughs> when, like, you see the best of every player, even if they're rivals. So
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, I've, I've started liking the Toronto Maple Leafs after when Matthews came in. Yeah, he, He's fun to watch and, like... Yeah, the, the first
1: time he, he played and he scored four goals in one oh, game. Yeah, Yo, that man. was so fun to watch. Yeah, that was really good,
0: <laughs> man. Against Ottawa. I think I hate Ottawa more than Toronto. I yeah, now know. I hate them more. <laughs> but they, they have nobody, so <laughs> yeah, no, they, it's more easier to hate them. I, I, I pretty much hate their management <laughs> more than the players or the team, but yeah. At so, fifth, I have a team. guy
1: uh, that you ranked a bit lower. Yeah, and we're talking about the Pittsburgh Penguin captain. Talking about Sidney Kid, Sidney Crosby. Yeah. This guy, even yeah. though he's aging year after mm-hmm. year, uh, how old he's gonna be this year? Like 32, 33? Yeah, yeah. I like. have him also scoring and being fifth in the top ten score next year. He scored a hundred point. Is he gonna be lower over that? I'd say. I'd say a bit lower, man. Maybe I see him <laughs> topping again a hundred point next year. Like whoever is on the same line as Crosby, produce also that it's the Gwenzel. Or any other player that is pairing on with Crosby on the same line. Yeah. He'll he he'll put up points. So like he finished with what, sixty five points. So you see Crosby feeds the puck to everybody. Yeah with, man. It's when crazy. people play with Crosby, oh people eat. Lord. So
0: yo, they get paid, man. <laughs> and then <laughs> Yeah, it's they, their job. It's their job. Yo, they they go to other teams and they do jack shit. And watch Alex Galchenyuk. For all you NHL fantasy poolers out there. Uh, they say since Galchenyuk has the talent but didn't really burst himself like he didn't use his potential to what was expected from him playing with, with Crosby he's going to pull up some big points. He's not in, the, in our top 10 but it's just a little shout out to him. Like watch out. So at fourth at fourth at fourth I'm going to say man I don't know if you're, you're going to like this but for like I, I got Brad Mash- Marshall. Brad Marshall. Brad Marshall. Yeah. Okay. I, like I, I hate his guts, to be honest with you. But man, if he was on my team, who man, this guy is—he's—he's uh, he's bothering the other teams. He's in both ways, right? With his mouth and with the f- his, his his talent, his talent, right? He's, yeah,
1: he, he's like the guy in in, yeah, in high school, like, and you just want to, that you just want to hit because he you annoys know everybody.
0: Yeah, it's it's. Uh, and
1: he he talks, he talks, he talks, but the best thing he backs that talk with his performance. Right, so right, and that's, that's good. Yeah, right? that's good.
0: If you talk, you better show up. Yeah, he shows up, like like Conor McGregor does, but at his prime, of course. But anyways, <laughs> that was just a comparison. But yeah, I got Brad Marchand. I think with who he plays, Pasternak and uh, Bra- pa- Patrice Bergeron and Tukarask. Again, we're talking about like the dynamic of a team, and between the pipes is very important. Builds the confidence of the other uh, players around him. And last season, uh, just a parenthesis on this: like during the season, Tuukka Rask was like shit during the season. That's why they acquired Halak. And then you see what he did in the playoffs, and watch for the Boston Bruins next season. I don't think they're they're gonna they're gonna take. Back from where they left it off.
1: Yeah, as as there there hasn't been really a big uh, movement toward the uh, Boston Bruins they're, they're they're gonna start next season with about the same squad. Yeah. So they're just gonna heal up all the injury they had during the postseason and being back fresh to compete with the other teams in the Atlantic Division and uh, yeah. punch their ticket for the playoff again. So we'll keep an eye on the Bruins on the boss on the Brad Marshaw and see uh, if he tops or go over his hundred point season.
0: Right, right, and uh, I, I, re- I, I don't like Boston because I'm a Montreal Canadiens fans, and that's our. N- it's in our one. nature. Right, it's in our nature, but but, so hats off to this player for real. So who do you got for?
1: At Fort, uh, another player that you ranked a bit lower, I forgot where you ranked him, but it's Steven Stamkos.
0: <laughs> Holy fuck, Steven yo.
1: Stamkos, uh, yo, he's a. He's another huge goal scorer after Ovechkin. Okay. Like he fills the goal like, like anybody, and when he when he's healthy, oh, Jesus, he lights the red light, like he wants. And last year we said he finished with about forty five points. Uh, I'm just wondering when was the last time did did he reach uh, fifty goal? I'm curious because I feel like this season Stamkos can will, will score it's my prediction he'll score more than 50 po- 50 goal 50 55 uh yeah the last time that he topped 50 goal or more was in 2011 2012 he scored 60 goal at that time sure and since that day uh, since that season he've been unfortunately hurt by injury and everything yeah, he's that's... still been he has still been scoring goal but uh this year for me he's scoring 50 goals or more and he's stopping his, uh, his his record? past season of uh, 98 okay. points so I see him over a hundred. That's for sure. Oh, damn,
0: man. Yeah, I, I can't wait for your top top three, Ollie because right now I'm I'm hating your top ten. <laughs> That's from my perspective. But uh, you never you never know these players. Just like Crosby, you put him so high, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually pulls up that big of a number. because um, man, these uh these guys, it's like the they're they're competing right and they, it's it's in their blood so they, they just get better and better you know, and just like wine so all right so let's hit the top three now uh okay that, that's my yeah, that's yeah. Team, yeah. <laughs> at top three i got nathan mckinnon
1: nathan mckinnon
0: and he pulled up 99 points last season i think he's going to he made a statement last season i think that was his like Big season, like uh, he can compete with anybody. He's at the top with Connor McDavid, as in the best players in the w- in the world. But uh, yeah, top three for me: Nathan mckinning over a hundred points, easily, easily for him.
1: For me, top three. You might be surprised. He won the Art rush n- last year. Yes, talking about Nikita Kucherov. Damn. I have him finishing third, white third. <laughs> i don't know it's my assumption like uh i'm sure he didn't like the way his season and his teammate's season finished last year and what could explain that were they maybe not ready for the postseason did they drain all their energy scoring all those points last season yo because he scored 120 points honestly from from the day i've been watching hockey i don't remember a player scoring 120 points and it was really impressive and i had it in my fantasy like in two of my fantasy yo He was the player to have last year. If you didn't have Kucherov, then you lose your fantasy. That's for sure. (laughs) So, and like, like we said, he's surrounded by great teammates, uh, Stamkos, Point, uh, Edmund at the blue line. So, yeah, he's really in a packed team and he's one of the (laughs) leaders. So I have Kucherov finishing. I'm putting him third in the top 10 scoring next season. So is he topping 128 points? Of course not. Of course not. If I have him third, He's going to be, of course, maybe hitting 100 points, but we'll see him lower. But still draft draft him next year for your fantasy, that's for sure.
0: All right, so Kucherov, second-round pick, goes third for your list. So. Yeah. And uh, let's go for second place. For second place, it's a player that, uh, I mean, you could say, like, he's... It's a, it's a pretty bold statement. I think David Pasternak is going to be second. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Okay, I'm going man. with Pasternak, man, for second. Because he, he was injured last season. He got 66 games, right?
1: Yeah. He, and, he, uh, he, he, he scored 38 goals last year, 43 points for 81 points in 66 games. 66 games. So, so. if you
0: give him, uh, what is it, 16 other games... And, uh, yeah, if you he, do the maths over yeah, eighty-two yeah.
1: games, that's clearly a hundred points,
0: at least. And and I'm putting up uh, up there. Like he he's gonna want to to do the same this year because he was injured. And usually players when they were injured, they they trying to bounce back. Like uh, it's in their nature. So I have confidence. But whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out, man. You you put pesternak at second. Yep. And we both. I assume. Okay, not. You know what? We'll just make an exception. Just go with your first now. I just want to know who's your first because Pasternak at second. Yeah. And I just put Kucherov at third. Yeah. So. I I
0: don't have Kucherov in my list. That's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing, though. I don't have him. The guy just just made
1: 128 points and you don't have him as a 10th score. Yeah. You're drunk. (laughs) Go home, right? You had some Bocardi in that cranberry juice you gave me, (laughs) and you were drunk.
0: No, man. I, I think. I mean like we say We never know in a season So so. Injuries and everything So I have on my first It's It's Connor McDavid It's always It's always gonna be Connor McDavid And um, uh, You know what You've made some Pretty bold Bold Like uh, Prediction there I didn't I didn't really Get you on that Like You know Sidney Crosby On the top five And all that But Hey If I take off Kucherov Out of my top ten Yeah one big bulls prediction for me so
1: so you had mcdavid at first so yeah i put kucherov at third so my second was of course mckinnon at second okay he's really primed for an amazing season and uh first a for me still the best player in the league yeah the one the most uh not the most loved but last year last (laughs) year he finished uh what what do you mean (laughs) No, I mean <laughs> I'm kidding with you. No, I meant last year he got the he got what the Ted Lindsay Trophy. Yeah. In my eyes, who's that trophy? In my eyes, is really the actual yeah, MVP trophy, man. A lot of because players
0: want that more than the heart and the yeah, and all that
1: because that's the that's the trophy that you actually get the recognition from your actual peers yeah. who played with you on the ice every night. So for me, that's the real MVP. And uh, Connor McDavid, the best player in the league, he's gonna be first. Uh, but he'll have to work a lot because, unfortunately, he doesn't have the same cast as Kuch, Rav, or Stamkos has, yo. He has to work twice harder, sure. man, because the, 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 the player he's been playing in the past years, man, the Lucic and yeah. the Tyratty and <laughs> all those other trash players, man.
0: Yeah, man, and he still puts up 116 points. That, that yo, shit is it's like... impressive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very impressive. And he's going to be the top one, two. Like, he's going to be first or second for many years to come, all right? many years
1: yeah we're just hoping Uh, for him to be healthy no unfortunately sad injury to happen to him because uh the the season where he injured himself and finished with i don't know how many points that season he was primed to was it his rookie season i think so. was it his sophomore
0: i think was a sophomore yeah sophomore
1: season because yeah (gasps) no no it was his
0: first season it was his rookie season yeah season he got really bad injury and uh but he bounced back like i said these players are, are are hungry, so after. Yeah, a, he's
1: twenty two and uh, he's already four season into his National Hockey League career, and out of those tr- four season, he, he top 100 points one hundred point three time, and he'll top one hundred point or more for the for the next you eight years. Yeah, of course, <laughs> man, crazy. <laughs> so shit. Uh, he's gonna be the closest
0: um, point leader like in, in, in our era, modern era era sense like the, the Mario Lemieux the G- Wayne Gretzky like he's not gonna attain those numbers like they did of course it was a different time um, but he's gonna be recognized among those
1: we uh, never know we just need to hope <laughs> that he's healthy yo, because uh, you see when you're not healthy you miss games you miss time and you can put the points like there's always that debate of who's the best player all time yes the name that comes the most is always Wayne Gretzky, but there's people that debate that if Mario Lemieux was not injured, he could have had some points and being close to Gretzky or sometime being first. So
0: I can, I can end this debate right now if okay, <laughs> you want to, because <laughs> I think half of the world puts Wayne Gretzky as the best player of all time. But only in Quebec, since we always want to be different all the time. We just put Mario Lemieux because he's a Quebecer. But he is though the second, just after Wayne Gretzky. But you can't, can't put him in front of the goat. Goat has to be respected. Can't, can't disrespect that. So.
1: So we both have our top ten scoring. Rewrite them. Yeah. We'll see. We'll keep an update during the season. And uh, yeah
0: why did we wait a month for the second episode by the way
1: i don't know I yeah, we're, no we're idea, busy man. but uh from now on you know the season is just yeah. around the corner we'll, yeah, yeah yeah we'll more be coming up with episode more episodes, on a weekly basis more we'll coverage to keep up yeah update with the season um once we'll be more into you know the fall season october yeah. november december we'll try to go and uh see around what's going around the other sports nba i can't wait yeah. man huge fan this season I, <laughs> I know we're talking about hockey today but uh, i believe i'll be watching a lot more a bit more basketball maybe than hockey especially whoa. also, yeah whoa 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 we're, <laughs> a, we're,
0: we're a hockey podcast here my man if you want to try to convert it into nba man we got to talk to our board of directors i'm sure, I'm sure our, our listener
1: there's a lot of uh, <laughs> A basketball and football but yeah we'll keep on with the wow. hockey everything that goes around and uh, yeah that's it
0: yo where, where where are the Montreal Canadiens at man like it's funny how I didn't talk about Mark Bergman like I didn't trash him you know I was expecting to do that but yeah you fuck. said you
1: didn't want it to talk about him today but I know you wanted to talk oh, about uh, I said
0: that fuck I want to talk about him every day man he's no, not doing to talk fuck
1: about, all uh, you wanted to talk about yeah Cole Caulfield Oh
0: yeah man yo and and w- w- what was that game against canada actually i think the only american player that I, i'm happy that he scores against can- team canada is actually Cole caulfield i mean he, if you watched one of his games i think you can actually find it pretty easily on youtube because it was all over the news the guy went short side on the on the left uh, circle and uh he just sniped it he sniped it at the corner of that goal yeah, that
1: was really impressive shot. yo
0: it, it, it had no play, no space no nothing no nobody would think like the guy would sh- actually think about shooting it. he did it and he fucking scored it that shit made me so proud for real our future I, I, is bright I, uh, with him i have a bit of uh, i can give a leap of faith in,
1: in my team I just can't <sighs> wait for those for those time, man. When uh, all our young guys that we've been drafting for the past two, three years, yeah, we'll yeah, all reach a certain age and will all play and wear the bleu blanc rouge jersey. I hope uh, I just can't wait for that.
0: Allez, allez, allez.
1: Okay, so oh yeah, yo, did you add any other thing to add up?
0: Let's wrap this up, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 so we'll we'll come back with more content more often. Thanks for listening to us. This is Gong Show Podcast, baby.
1: Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye.